Yo, it's time for motherfucking comic thoughts. That's right. We're doing another episode. What a fucking surprise. We have got the one person you don't want to go, hey, step bro, I'm stuck. Connor. (laughs) How you doing, Connor? Why me? Ashraf's the one about incest. Well, oh, come on. Speaking of getting stuck <laughs> and putting himself in difficult situations, sometimes with his family, Ashraf! No, no, no family shit. <laughs> I think we need to kill this joke. I think it's, I think it's going long <laughs> enough. We'll bring it back in like two years' time, but I think now's the time that we stop this. Uh, Ashraf, you don't get yeah, obsessed. Uh, this joke has gone for long, I just want to so do, long actually. That, like, I can raise it. It's in kindergarten now. I just want to because it's incest. <laughs> Again, the whole family can play. Um, I just want to quickly do a shout out to Anisa for having just dope style. That outfit thing that she posted the other day was just fucking cool. <laughs> what, it was rad. I literally like showed Anna, and I'm like, "How fucking dope is this outfit?" And Anna's like, "That's so cool." So Anna wants to know where you got those pants, and I want to know where you buy your docks from because. Yeah, I'm jealous of her style. People keep commenting on it. Like whenever I post something on Instagram, no one, no one says shit. But like <laughs> her Instagram posts, like always do endgame numbers. Fucking no way home numbers at, at this point. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, Those are well, some good numbers. I guess I guess someone had to get all the good genes. I guess you're the Danny DeVito out of the brothers. Yeah, She's the Arnold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a terrible movie to reference. Yeah. Twins. <laughs> I want to watch that so bad. I haven't seen it in I years. Think I, I saw it on a streaming service the other day. I forgot which one though. Fuck off. Maybe I'll look for it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of terrible things, Connor, where Yo. have you gone? Do you want to introduce what is happening for the rest of the show? Right. So <clears throat> I proposed a question to my uh, fellow thoughts here today. Uh, we've covered something similar, but I thought we'd go a little bit deeper this episode. Actually focus in on this because there is a lot to cover in this particular topic. What is the dumbest comic book that we have ever read? Or comic books, I should say. What is the dumbest run? What is the dumbest series? What is the dumbest crossover? What is the dumbest that we have ever experienced? What books have been dumb in concept and even dumber in execution? What books were good in concept but then failed spectacularly? Which books have we read that made us just go, why am I reading this? You know what the worst thing is with that? That is so fucking many that yes. we're not going to remember them. And then no, later and, and on we'll talked- be like... Yeah. yeah, we'll be like laying in bed and then go, oh, remember how shit that yeah. was? Like, <laughs> there, there will be a book, like, it will be like a five issue miniseries that one of us has read that we completely forgot existed from like the 1970s that we decided to read. And we're like, wow, it was bad. That was bad. Can I start with my first one I'm going to pick? Because absolutely. You, you, I, I'm actually not sure if it's 70s, but it'd, it'd be bloody pretty close. Uh, I've read some of these and I gave up pretty quick. It is. Superman's girlfriend, Lois Lane. Oh, yeah. There are, what? A, lot of, there are a lot of dumb ones a in there. Crock of shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, give terrible. Us, give, us a, give us a general. Uh, what's the plot of Lois? Look, Lane? to be honest, 99% of the plot is just Lois being fucking useless or attempting to. Like, in, I, I swear to God, one of the ones I read, she did the dishes. Like, that is it. Like, it is fully. Sexist. The there's, I don't know if there's a plot because I feel like each one is just another um, stupid. I don't know what to say. Like just a damsel in distress at all times. Even though I know later on she doesn't become that, um, she sort of becomes more of a heroine herself. But at the plot, I wouldn't say there is much of one for this. 
So it's, it's no, yeah, there's no ongoing story. Not really, no. I guess the ongoing story for this is that she's dating Superman. Or no, she she wants Superman to fall in love with her, and she keeps coming up with these weird schemes yeah. for Superman to marry her. It's pretty fucking weird. Yeah, and sometimes Lana, Lana's okay. in there, and sometimes the, Lana and Lois are fighting with each other for Superman's affection. So when and, she doesn't know Clark Kent yeah. is Superman in the series. No, no, no. And I like no. so like for example this one here, this this cover, this is fantastic. Lois, so Superman's girlfriend. So in this, the title is already misleading because it's saying girlfriend and. They're sometimes together in this. Sometimes you're not sure what's yeah. really happening. Um, Lois Lane featuring Lois Lane's strangest role, the lady dictator. So, like, <laughs> she's a dictator. <laughs> like, what the fuck? When they're writing this, they're like, how can we make... <laughs> That's the original clickbait, you know? Yeah. You, you make yeah, come, the come reader want to read the comic. Yeah. No, legit. Like, it's legitimately clickbait. And then, like, yeah. when she finally is, like, about to get married, something happens to Superman and they become children and they're minors, so the old boy won't marry them. Literally, that's the yeah. word. It says, I can't marry you, kids. You're minors. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just shit. <laughs> like, there's and, nothing... and a lot of the time, like, Superman gets turned into a caveman or yeah. they get turned into gorillas. Yep. There's a lot yep. of caveman and gorilla stuff for some reason in that yeah. era of comics. Lots of that. Yeah. Did you know that um, that is because now this is uh, actually happened again later on with Marvel and DC. Anything with a primate on the front cover and anything with a dinosaur sold better than anything else when put out onto the shelf. Right. Okay. So for, yeah. So yeah. for just marketing purposes, they're like, if we put monkeys in this, it's going to sell a little more. So that's why, like, Primal Apes was a whole thing. I think DC did the same thing, too. Like, they all, at weird stages, have released these kinds of things because it makes money. Is that literally the whole point of Moon Boy and Devil Dinosaur? Oh, straight up. That was Jack Kirby's brilliant mind going, let's still try and make something out of something crazy. You know what I mean? Or someone probably asked him, like, use a a dinosaur in your comic, and then he came up with that. And same thing with Kamandi, another Jack Kirby thing. Kamandi, the... The yes. boy from the future, or whatever he's like a yeah. like primal boy, rides Jack, dinosaurs and stuff. Talks Jack animals. Kirby is one of the is one of the greatest artists in, in comic book history, but he and was artist. asked to do yeah. so much shit. So I just want to say that this Lois Lane is book it, it comic whatever the fuck uh, is shit. Uh, for I'll give it uh, three big shit reasons why it's shit. Number one, it's just yeah. sexist as fuck. Like half the time, yeah. it's just her doting over Superman or doing the laundry or something dumb. Like most of the panels are her just doing like cleaning and stuff. And then something extravagant happens with her trying to set up a fake proposal. Uh, the second reason it's shit is the plot, which Ashraf has mentioned. And I've said it's not really even there. Like that plot's just so thin and flimsy. And the third one is like, what a waste of talented artists. Like that artwork is actually fantastic. Oh, these covers on some of these books are brilliant. That guy could have been doing anything else. But no, he was doing this shit. <laughs> Is that Kurt Swan? Uh, I want to say yes, but I don't know off the yeah. top of my head. And there's no signature marks. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, well, while you're trying to look for that, I'll just talk about the fact that, like, if you guys want to see an adaptation of some of those, like, Lois Lane girlfriend stories in a tongue in cheek way, there's an episode of Batman the Brave and the Bold called The Battle of the Superheroes where they reference a lot of those plots. <laughs> 
Oh, do they really? really? Yeah, I watched yeah. Batman and Batman Brave the Boss. I should know this. Yeah, it's the episode where Superman first appears. Well, what happened? And then, then audio went funny. Huh? Oh, well, no, yeah. Connor, that That's was just good. a lull. Oh, oh, sorry. I, I went right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Superman, yeah. Um, long story short, he gets infected with a certain type of kryptonite and he becomes like a dictator. And uh, Lois Lane in that, in that episode actually says Superman's turned into a real dick and then she gets interrupted. <laughs> I'm literally I cannot find why is it not tell- I found it like every cover I'm in the DC database and it's telling me that they're showing me every cover but it's not telling me who the fucking artist was oh uh, yeah it's fine um well yeah so how did it how did it ruin Lewis Lane as a character do you think it just you know? made her weak like it, they yeah. didn't make her a strong like I know that at the time, it might have been a bit more fitting for what was the social standard or norm, I guess. But I think that's also the problem. Like, I'm reading it as, uh, you know, it's 2022 and I'm reading this and I'm like, yeah, this is fucked. <laughs> if someone wrote yeah. a woman like this today, there'd be so much backlash. <laughs> it's, it's pretty it's pretty backwards considering, like, when Lois was introduced, she was already a journalist. She was already, like, a famous journalist even. Yes. And you degrade her and put her back into washing the dishes. But yeah. 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 It's fucking weird that they went so backwards with that. Yeah. I think maybe that's just, you know, once again, DC were trying to pander to some people. Who knows? I don't know. At that yeah. time, trying to get like, a certain crowd. But... Was it trying do you to think... appeal, like an attempt to appeal to young girls? Was that, do you think that's what the I think that was? might I have, think so. No. I think that might have been it, but for part of it. And the other part was like, I think, I think yeah. just the, the stereotypical, uh, probably comic reader at the time might have fought some of these ideals at that time. Like, yeah. I mean, these are pretty early. So I, I think uh, it's, it was, it was not that early, right? It was like, I want to say silver age. There's like the height of the comics code authority. So yeah. you can't have like, you can't have plots where people are really fighting each other. Right. So like, okay, let's have a Lois Lane comic. And let's have it appeal to boys because it's women fighting over this guy's affection. Yeah, it's it doesn't the whole thing doesn't fucking work. Yeah, and then and like that's also the height of when like those Jimmy Olsen comics came out, which were also actually shit. by Jack Kirby. That's where Jack Kirby introduced Darkseid. He yeah, introduced him I've in the got, Jimmy Olsen series. Um yeah. like the showcase editions of some of those, the Jimmy Olsen ones. Yeah. Or I used to, I may have sold it, I'm not sure. Uh just hot garbage. Terrible. Sure, that's sure. some of his worst work. <laughs> To be honest, I can't stand it. You don't like the one where he turns into a giant anteater or a giant turtle or a Look, giant. I, or giant? I, I don't <laughs> like it. Or he becomes Superman. Um, yeah. I don't like. Or he kills uh, Superman. Any of. Or I don't know. Yeah. Or Superman. I, I still uh, struggle with a lot of these characters him? now. Like I know that they just did a Jimmy run and I didn't pick it up. Exactly. I, I was gonna. Done, I was gonna. Uh, I was gonna done Lois um, runs back, again, yeah. but nah. Like. They're characters that I think fit well into the Superman world, but not characters that I care enough to read about. I want to read about the superheroes. You should, so. you should definitely pick up the Jimmy Olsen uh, comic that they did recently by Matt Look, Fraction. I probably won't, <laughs> so I'm not going <laughs> to promise that I will. Uh, I've got enough books to pick up and read. I still haven't read a lot, and I've got to go to the comic shop on tomorrow to pick up yeah so like i need to go f- really soon because there's some really good dc stuff that came out this I've week got like three or four weeks we have to pick up i've got oh. way worse than that uh, but because i was in lockdown like i couldn't do anything about it 
Well, uh, you uh, can pay over the phone, I guess. Lo- so, <laughs> girlfriend of Superman, Lois Lane, was apparently Lois Lame. Ashraf, what's your first pick? Oh, no, no. Be- before we move on to my, to oh, my okay. pick, I want to ask Sam, uh, like, so they brought back the Jimmy Olsen comic and made it good. Do you think there's a way to bring back a Lois oh, Lane, oh. Superman's girlfriend, and make it good? There oh, probably actually, is. I wouldn't read it, though. Yeah. Like, it's just not, I'm not interested. The character for me has always been what we've pretty much seen over the years. It's Superman's, I don't know what to, it's his love interest. It's That's what it always has been. And I, I don't have any real feelings about the character at all. I don't know. I've just, if they release a Lois comic, I'm not going to pick it up or anything like that. I think they could make it cool. I just don't know how they'd do it. I just hope she wouldn't be like a secret agent or an undercover reporter for something because that would be shit and boring and done and done and done and done. I think they've even done that with her. Dude, uh, fuck. Now that I'm talking about it, there was a Lois Lane comic recently at the same time that they re-released that Jimmy Olsen comic. Uh, it was... I'm going to Google the writer because he was a really good, prolific writer. Yeah, he's by Greg Rocca. He's a... Uh, oh, he's Rocca. For, yeah, Rocca. Yeah, he's okay. famous for his one woman stuff. Um, it's actually a really good comic because, like, it is Lois as an undercover reporter, but... Um, it's like Lois Lane if she was a reporter in the age of fake news they specifically talk about Donald Trump and they talk about like uh, the um, internment camps that they have on the border of the US and Mexico where they put children in cages and stuff like that like Lois Lane as like an investigative reporter actually doing like like genuine reporting stuff and trying to make yeah. the world a better place through the might truth. be interesting that sounds like something that would but be good I wouldn't read it and smoking yeah they like Lois Lane used to be an avid smoker and they brought that back. And she, oh, yeah. okay. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know she was smoked. Uh, well, yeah. Ashraf, what's, what's your yours? first uh, comic that you think is one of the worst written or dumbest of all time? As I've been So like when you, when this topic was being proposed in like our discussions and stuff, um, like it made me flash back to when we actually talked about can I, can dumb I comics for before. A Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. When this when this thing was being proposed, you make it sound like we had an eloquent discussion between the three of us. I know. I want the audience to, to, to feel like there was an eloquent discussion. You make it feel like we're just sitting in chat. So Literally, hmm, Connor has posted just like, this is what we should probably do. And the response was, yeah, right. Like, yeah, <laughs> the response was heart react. And yeah. okay. Yeah. Heart, honestly, I don't even know what heart react means anymore because I get it so often. I feel like I could probably say, so hey guys, um, my dad's in the hospital. I'd probably still get a heart react. And I'm like, Dude, what does I'm, that mean? I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm scared that when you messaged that you had COVID, I heart reacted it. <laughs> like, I hope that's not what happened. You know? <laughs> uh, I mean, my heart reacted to having COVID, but that's another story entirely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's, let, let's hope your heart didn't react. Like long COVID style. Long term. All right. But yes, so uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. I just thought it'd be funny. Continue, yeah. you like you actually I want the audience to think that we, we have discussions and we plan for our hit. <laughs> That's why I phrased it that way. But yeah, when, when we talked about it, um, it made me flashback to when we talked about dumb comics in the past. And I've brought up Mark Miller's stuff, Civil War, and Old Man Logan. Well, Old Man Logan actually is a good comic. It's just dumb stuff that happens in it, but it works for the comic. But I, I stand by when I say that Civil War is a dumb comic. And we've talked about how dumb Ultimates is and Ultimatum is and everything. 
And Look, um, I'll let yeah. you. I'll let you say that ultimates and all that's dumb. But fucking the first civil wars, dope. The rest of it, uh, the first civil wars, gets a bit silly. <laughs> well, I Ashraf, said, yeah. why don't you yeah. elaborate a bit further on why the first civil war is dumb? Uh no. Like, if people want to hear that, I think I've talked about it in the previous podcast. Well, so I don't want to. Well, then elaborate. What is your first one you want to elaborate on? What's the first big? Yeah. One yeah. So like, uh, it's a tie between like heroes in crisis or a Frank Miller book called all-star batman and robin that's nah, supposed all-star to be is the shittest that wins i like heroes in <laughs> crisis <laughs> i know sam sam actually likes heroes in crisis but uh i i think both comics are dumb for different reasons and they're worth discussing for different reasons like all-star batman and robin is just terribly written it's like basing on parody like I, I, it's it's bordering on parody it's like batman is crazier than ever he like so it's like an robin origin story he adopts robin and he makes him like uh fend for himself in the back cave and eat rats to prove that he can be batman's sidekick which he robin really doesn't have a choice in (laughs) batman pretty much forces him into being a sidekick (laughs) it's fucking cooked that series (laughs) Yeah, it's cooked, but the art is brilliant. Jimmy does the art. If you can find it somehow, uh, it's it looks pretty. <laughs> but like all of the female characters are designed for the male gaze. Batman fucks Black Canary in the book. Uh, I'm not sure why though. I'm not. I guess they just bang for fun <laughs> in so, an alley on top of the Batmobile. Oh, yeah. okay. I mean, with their masks on. Fucking, yeah. Wow. Um. Do you think writers sometimes just go, well, Batman's a bit mentally not there, so that means free reign to do whatever we want as far as him being a dick? Because he's not yeah. mentally there. Do you think that seems to ha- tends to happen with some writers? Yeah, I, I think it does. And you know what? Like, right now, Frank Miller is known for that. But, like, Batman Year One and Batman The Dark Knight Returns are brilliant, and they show an unhinged Batman in a very believable way but all-star batman robin batman's just irredeemable he's just an ass just for being an ass he makes fun of superman and calls him like a basically calls him a pussy he paints an entire room yellow and himself yellow and robin yellow and they drink lemonade so green lantern can't do anything to them because green lantern's weakness is yellow the color yellow (laughs) (laughs) naturally i mean if you're gonna fight green lantern you paint yourself yellow you go full predator mode just like Arnie yeah, like, in the mud. The, it's just him covered in yellow. So, so when I saw that panel with them drinking lemonade, I, I'm like, oh yeah, Frank Miller's just taking the piss. This is just a parody comic. <laughs> yeah, what? it's just silly. Why yeah. could, Why did they want Green Lantern not to be able to do anything to him? Uh, because uh, the Justice League were pissed at Batman because Batman <laughs> is a crazy vigilante that doesn't want to and follow their charter, I guess. But yeah, in that comic, it seems like he really is a crazy vigilante. <laughs> He is, yeah. <laughs> the the Justice League have a point. Oh my god, the Justice League. And in that fly. comic, Superman can't fly, so he runs yeah, he everywhere. Does, oh, he, he runs, runs and jumps and everywhere. Jumps, yeah. Oh, so this is. And Batman says that uh, Batman figures out that he can fly, but he hasn't figured it out. Like Superman himself hasn't figured it out, and he calls him like a pussy. He'd be like, I can't believe he hasn't figured it out at this point that he can fly. How does Batman <laughs> figure that out? It's Batman. Because he's Batman, Connor. Okay, that's the other thing about Batman I really am sick of. The idea that because he's Batman, he can get away with, like, plot contrivances like that. 
Batman. Who would win? Literally every other person in the universe or Batman with prep time? Like, it's the dumbest Batman. thing in the world, right? Batman. It's just like, define prep time before you even fucking say that, you pricks. Um, <laughs> Batman. Nah, Batman. So, like, this is, when was this book written? Uh, it was written, I think, in the late 90s, but it was actually published, um, like, along the course of several years in the early 2000s. And oh. it's weirdly enough still being written. Like the comic at this point in 2022 is not finished. <laughs> and um, Jim Lee and Frank Miller still talk about it. And they still talk about like maybe releasing it someday. It's nonsense. just absolute nonsense. Out, just, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's just sitting in the fucking ether for no apparent reason. It's just hot shit. This is like a story that was outdated and horrible back in the 90s. It is such know. a 90s plot. It is a, a very much a 90s plot, which I usually like, yeah, but yeah. I'm hating. I hate that book. I, I sold. I had it. Uh, you know how they did the first issue with two covers and it yeah. had yeah. Uh, the Batman and Robin and Superman and someone else connecting and they're like standing and looking all heroic. It might have been Wonder Woman or something. Um, yeah. I had, so I had those all signed by Jim Lee in that and I sold them. Okay. Did it's really good, Jim Lee art. Yeah, and then, and, and then there's a there's a part of the comic where Vicky Vale is just strutting around in a bikini, talking about how hot Bruce Wayne is, and that's like just like that fills four pages, and it's I I didn't see the point. <laughs> yeah, it's like she's in a, it actually she's in a bikini ashram. I don't see why you're not getting this right. There's at least two points, right? At least yeah. two. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, there's a panel that's just her ass and her talking about how hot Bruce Wayne is. And then, but that doesn't, like, I, I understand that, you know, there's certain artists that appeal to the main gaze, the male gaze and everything, but that has no impact on the story. I don't remember what the point of that whole scene was. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no, point. there isn't. It's, it, uh, it, uh, yeah. it, it really isn't. It doesn't sound like there's much point to that book either. No point in releasing the rest of it either. Well, it actually, uh, it actually, like, because we talked, I mean, earlier we talked about Lewis Lane and Jimmy Olsen, and we talked about how, like, that's been brought back. Like, there's a comic that's out right now. It's actually just uh, finished. There's a three-issue comic called Robin and Batman. And that's, I feel like that's a version of All-Star Batman and Robin, but done well. That's a Robin semi-origin story as well. And that features a bat, a, an unhinged, Batman that's uh, not good at parenting and people call him out on his shit in that comic and I think that's done really well it's like Batman doesn't know how to be a parent like he's reading Robin's diary and stuff like that like you know going overboard with his privacy and training Robin to be a soldier when he's only like 13 years old and that's like a that's a better interpretation of all-star Batman Robin and Titans is another interpretation of Batman being unhinged and adopting this child and training him to be a soldier. And I think that part of Titans is done well. Oh, did we and just... I think did, both did, of, hang, yeah. on, hang on. You're telling me All-Star Superman and Robin, All-Star Batman Batman's. and Robin is so bad, it's gotten Ashraf to compliment Titans. Yeah, it has. Wow. I mean, there's aspects of Titans that I like. There's wow. aspects of Titans that I like. That is like, it, it, big. Yeah. What? Titans is weird to me because like <coughs> the, it, there's episodes that are incredible 
And then there's shit episodes that ruin the whole show. I still haven't watched second season. I'm like halfway through, I think. I'm halfway through season one. I got up to I got up to the yeah. part where uh, Jason Todd shows up for the first time. Well, yeah. or, or whoever the set, the other Robin is, the, the other Robin shows up. Yeah, That's Jason Todd. I, yeah, I didn't stop watching because yeah. I disliked it. I actually quite enjoyed Titans for what it was worth, but I just didn't get around to it. You know, it wasn't important enough yeah. for me to get back That's... around to it. That's understandable. I so, don't... question yeah. time, Ashraf. All Star Batman, uh, and Robin. All yeah. But what do you? What, what's the? What's your three biggest hates about it? Uh, what are my three biggest hits? Um, yeah, I was just trying to look for the Robin comic, but I still had it around, but I guess I don't. But yeah, picked that up it's by Jeff Lemire and Dustin Nguyen. Um, the three biggest things I hate about it, I hate that Batman is a ch- child abuser, <laughs> I guess. I mean, that you can make arguments that he's a child abuser in main continuity, but I think this is more explicit. Um, this what's the second thing I hate about it? I hate the fact that Jim Lee's incredible art is kind of wasted on this terrible script. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, man, are, like those have... covers and that are nice. Yeah, the interiors are amazing as well. It's you know it looks gorgeous. <laughs> Every page is gorgeous, but like it's wasted on this script. And you can, yeah, that, I think that's infuriating to me as well. But and you can like make a. I don't know. You can make a like I, I just talked about like how you can make a story about an unhinged, unhinged Batman and have it be good, but but like this is bad like on a narrative level as well. It's like a lot of repetitive dialogue and a lot of like long text boxes that don't make any sense and all of that. Like it's not a very well thought out or written story. On top of all of that, like you can have crazy shit happen, but at least you know have it be have it be nice to read. Yeah. And then like. I, I think the, the thing I also hate most about this story is that Frank Miller claims that this is the Batman in the year one continuity and in um, the Dark Knight Returns continuity. He claims that this is canon in his, you know, in his like Batman series. Like those two stories are like the most iconic stories in all of Batman, I think, <laughs> dare I say. And I have a hard time believing that this Batman comes off of year one and this Batman like evolves into the Batman that right returns. It kind of it kind of ruins those stories. <laughs> yeah, it makes it not seem plausible. Yeah. Uh just real quickly, I just wanted to say I did post on our Facebook, not on the Comic Thoughts one, on the Nerds Paris one on Instagram and somewhere in maybe Grail Hunters Facebook page about what other people thought might be the worst comics and stuff. So oh, I thought yeah. I'd mention this one now because I think Ashraf will like this. Uh, Nick Hughes has said Batman Odyssey dot 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 it's the worst I <laughs> Batman Odyssey is so funny uh, Batman Odyssey is a comic by Neil Adams it's also written by him Neil Adams is an amazing artist um, and who's done Batman like from late 80s to throughout the 90s and throughout the 2000s I think he's like a silver age artist yeah. or modern age I guess but yeah he's you know he's one of the fathers of defining what modern Batman looks like but like when it comes to writing, he's insane because he, he as a person thinks that the Earth is hollow and inside Earth there are dinosaurs. Now and there's like this other world. While we stop yeah. you there for a quick moment, because someone <laughs> that reminds me of two other things. But uh, someone, we got two more that uh, that have said what they think, and so yeah. this one is from Mike Speakman. Uh, he said Morrison's Pax Americana. 
That's bad. <laughs> That's what he said. He reckons it's shit. Okay. And also, uh, this is the last one. Steve Soul said, Secret Wars, pick a number. <laughs> In other oh, words, all Secret Wars. Yeah. He hates yeah. it. I mean, to be fair, Secret Original Wars is bad. It's, 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 it's iconic, but it's nonsense. Oh, I read yeah, the yeah, nonsense. I read it not that too long ago. The first one again, and it is absolute nonsense. You know, it's you know, what, you more know what enjoyable good, than the second one. You know what, you know, what, uh, you know, what a good Secret Wars is. It is a, is a, the one the, from the end of the Spider-Man animated series. You know what? That's a good Secret Wars. The, a good, another good Secret Wars is the one that recently came out. I like Secret Wars like too, World. because that's yeah. got the weird stuff with the the guy that made the battle kind of happen, becoming like a human form on Earth. And then it's fucking whack. Yeah, it's, it's just whack. It's, it's real weird. It's cosmic fantasy nonsense. Well, uh, speaking of uh, nonsense, Ashraf has actually mentioned one of the books, uh, the book I want to talk about first. Wait, wait, Kanye, before before you get into yours, I want to finish my Odyssey. Story. Fucking hell, Kanye! Stop interrupting me. <laughs> Keep yeah, going. Sorry, Taylor Swift. Yeah, Neil Adams thinks that the Earth <laughs> is hollow, and he actually integrated this into Batman Odyssey, where Batman and Robin venture into the hollow earth and find cavemen and dinosaurs. And there's also like fucking weird dialogue. Like Batman at one point says like, what a silly thing. What an octopus of a thing. It's like, what does that even mean? <laughs> he does weird dumb shit in, in, in the comic and he says weird dumb shit. But and they explore hollow earth. Because, yeah. They're really smart. They're not silly at all. <laughs> they're, they're dangerous and intelligent and are like a few generations away from maybe taking over the world and i think there's spanking in it i think alfred spanks him or something i don't know i haven't read it in a while but yes connor uh, Tell alfred, us. uh wow i think i need to check this coming down apparently. Uh, anyway uh <clears throat> yes i've talked about it ashraf mentioned it before so, so dismissively but i don't think i've ever gotten the chance to truly express everything that makes this particular comic done in the late 20 2000s um, jeff Loeb was on a hot streak of shit comics what book he, is this going to be? He did Ultimates oh, dude, 3. Sam. Yeah. He did Ultimates 3 and it sucked. Oh. He did a bunch of stuff with the Red Hulk in the main continuity and it sucked. But his um, uh, Peace of the Resistance is Ultimate. I've mentioned it several times. I never really get to go into detail why. Why this book pissed me off. Because I was going on an odyssey. I was reading the Ultimate Universe and I had things I liked, things I didn't. But ultimately, nothing that really, truly destroyed my life for the Ultimate Universe. Ultimatum is such a bad book, it literally killed the Ultimate Universe. Like, the interest in Ultimate book sales died completely. The whole reason the Ultimate Universe was destroyed in 2015 was because of this one series. The original plan, and Ultimatum was being planned for two years. The original plan for Ultimatum was for it to be the final battle of chapter, of essentially the final part of the first chapter of the Ultimate Universe. It was meant to be this big climax, like an Avengers Endgame style thing, and then they go on to their phase two. And it didn't happen for a bunch of reasons. Um, I'll start with reason number one. Everybody dies! <laughs> Everybody. And I don't just mean everyone dies. I mean everyone dies. Another quick list. Uh, Angel, killed and partially eaten by Sabretooth. Do you, does, does anyone remember Angel dying in this book? No one does. Uh, let's talk about Beast, drowned in the ultimatum wave. You'll find there's a bunch of characters who were important characters who were brought up in X-Men and Fantastic Four and Spider-Man comics and Ultimates comics who were killed either off screen or just in a mass wave 
that destroyed New York City and they just killed a bunch of their characters. So just slaughtered them, slaughtered them. Um, I think the most iconic one, obviously, is the Wasp. We do not see how Wasp dies. When we see her though, she has been bitten into like a fucking chicken wing by the blob. Yeah, right. And the blob literally says, tastes like chicken. So number one, the wasp is dead. Number two, blobs are cannibal now. Number three, <laughs> I didn't want to see that either if he was a cannibal. Number four, Hank Pym's immediate response is to grow into giant man, pick up the blob, bite off his head and spit it out. And then he gets attacked by multiple men who has all these suicide bombs attached to him. Hank Pym walks into the ocean and explodes. That's so dope. <laughs> it's so it's dumb. Edge, edge for edge is ever sick. Did Mark Miller write Ultimatum? He did, right? No, jo- uh, Jeff Loeb. Oh, fuck. Jeff Loeb. Loeb. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else happens? Like Just Cannibal, blown up by Madrox. Madrox went on a huge suicide bombing spree. Uh, Dazzler, drowned in the Ultimatum wave. See, again, like a bunch of characters. Wolverine. So, Ashraf, Cyclops' energy beams. Did you know they're concussive? Yes, they're, they're actually like, like his beams come from a dimension that just pushes people away or some shit. I don't know. But yeah. That's not what I'm, uh, yeah, I, I, that, yeah, they got a whole bunch of weird things with the X-Men post-Marvel now, didn't they? Uh, Sam, <laughs> did you know that Iron Man's repulsive beams are concussive? No. So Ride Man and Cyclops' uh, beams are both concussive, meaning they don't produce a lot of heat. They don't melt things with these beams. They just push. They shot Magneto in a fight against the Ultimates, caused Cyclops and Iron Man to shoot Wolverine accidentally, causing his skin to melt. But they can, yeah, but they can cast him. And then Jeff Love just forgot. And then Magneto kills Wolverine by separating all the animalium from his body, shredding into pieces. That seems like it would work, right? Except Ultimate Universe Wolverine doesn't have a healing factor. He has the power of intense survivability, which is why Ultimate Wolverine had his head removed and could survive. They explained that stuff away as he could survive anything. That's his power. So having his bones shredded shouldn't have killed him inherently. Yeah, yeah, because don't they have his head on the... um... On the on the ship, don't they take his head and keep it in a jar? It's not much uh, of an it, it, in Wolverine versus Hulk. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, here's one that I didn't even realize happened when I was reading. I completely forgot this happened. Doctor Strange gets wrapped up in a tentacle, squeezed to the point that his head pops. It was yeah. just a kill them all. It was just killing off every character. Killing them yeah, all. it was just like gore porn. Three of the most egregious things: Daredevil. Dies off screen. His corpse is found by Spider-Man. Spider-Man's like, oh, shame that. Moving on. <laughs> Swing on. Like that, that's literally what happens. Like the uh, the dialogue's a bit more, you know, a bit more, oh, it's sad that he's dead. You know, I knew him, I met him once. He seemed like an okay guy. But that, like, that's it. They just killed Daredevil off screen. He even had his own series, Daredevil, and they just killed him. Magneto. Does anyone know why Ultimatum happens? <laughs> Something to do Magneto. with Magneto, like wanting to kill someone or Magneto someone killing Magneto Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver die oh yeah. that's supposedly 
Now, you've got to remember, in the Ultimate Universe, Magneto owns Genosha, is in charge of a mutant revolution, and had employed his own children as soldiers in that revolution. But they die. So he's like, well, I guess fuck everything. Steals Thor's hammer, takes it to the North Pole, and uses that to fuck with the magnetic pull of the Earth because he wants to destroy the Earth. Right, and that causes a flood in New York. My children are dead. Fuck it. Everyone dies. Rational thinking. It's then revealed Quicksilver's not even dead. <laughs> because later on, after everything happens, after they kill Magneto, after they beat Magneto, Cyclops kills Magneto. After Magneto kills Professor X. And a bunch of people die. Cyclops is about to give an address publicly to talk about the whole terrorist thing that Magneto just did. And he, he gets, gets shot in the head by a sniper okay. rifle. And it turns out it was Quicksilver who assassinated him. Do they ever explain why? Why Quicksilver assassinated him? Yeah. Well, I think it was yeah. because he killed his dad. Oh, but yeah. like... He was how dead. did Quicksilver survive? I don't know. I didn't care enough to research. I think they explained all of that after Ultimatum, which I didn't fucking read. <laughs> I didn't read. Yeah. Why would you read anything with the Ultimate Universe after Ultimatum? Every character they, you just invested yeah. in was killed, except for maybe Spider-Man. There's a reason Spider-Man was the only Ultimates book really running after. There was a reason why the Ultimates, like the third version of them, was essentially Spider-Man characters. Yeah. They're all devils, uh, dead. There, there, there's... So, like, you think that ruined Marvel Comics? Or do you think that ruined those, those characters? The Ultimate Universe. It, 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 the, ultimate, the comic book sales dropped, for one, so there's, there's provably people had no interest I think the Ultimate Universe, like that one book, I think is the reason we don't have Ultimate Universe books right now. Well, uh, yeah, at that point they plan to end that universe. Uh, well, speaking no, of Ultimate, more. with the Ultimate comics, I I still feel we're going to get an Ultimate Universe again soon. I mean, they, yeah, they keep I mean, teasing every, the shit yeah, out. and they've introduced. It. I mean, Miles is having a whole thing with it again at the moment. But so. Venom's in it. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I haven't read the latest one. Um, yeah well there's one saving grace for Ultimatum it provided a very good Ultimate Spider-Man story where Spider-Man tries to save citizens in New York even though like it seems hopeless even though the whole city's flooded he's he's still trying to save people and J. Jonah Jameson like watches him and he's like wow Spider-Man really is a hero and I thought it was written really well by Bendis oh yeah that's <laughs> yeah. the other thing why was Jeff Lloyd writing this book he wrote one really bad run of the Ultimates, and then everyone was like, "Why isn't Bendis or Mark Miller writing this? They actually because care about the Ultimate Universe." Not only is Jeff Loeb a fucking, I don't know, like the the editor of Marvel at the time, like head editor, but Jeff Loeb, when he tries, is actually a competent, dare I say, good writer. Like he's written what? Did he write Daredevil Yellow or Super Spider Man Blue? That was, I think I'll look it up. And but he wrote Superman for all seasons, which was amazing. He wrote Batman Long Halloween, which everyone still talks about to this day. Batman Dark Victory, like and yep. At the time he was like handling. Yeah, Jeff Loeb was Spider Man Blue. Yeah, 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 yeah. Spider Man Blue is brilliant. (laughs) And and Daredevil Yellow. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Those are amazing books. Like I understand why you know Marvel keeps giving him all this. And at the time, that's what got him his position as head editor. But yeah, Sam, what were you gonna say? No, no, I've forgotten completely what I was going to say. I've <laughs> kind of zoned out a little bit. Those wings that I had mentioned earlier are fighting me a little bit. So Sam had spicy wings, though. Uh, so the sauce, so it was pretty funny because the sauce, so Bronny doesn't like spicy food, but so we ordered these wings 
and there was a sauce just called standard sauce. So Brian just thought that was going to be like a, you know, like a Jack Daniels-y type sauce of some sort of tomato sauce. It ended up being a buffalo sauce. So she was already a bit upset because hers was, it was tasted good, but it was spicy and she's not a big fan of spicy. So, but because I didn't, there was no buffalo sauce on the list. I ordered whatever they called their hottest sauce thing. It was like, like deaf standoff or something. And I was like, oh, it's just the only hot sauce they've got. I'll just get that. Holy shit. It was so hot. I could literally fucking hear colours. It was whack. Well, the fuck you would... What were they putting this the sauce? Absinthe? <laughs> yeah, oh man, it was so hot. My whole face was just like melting. But tasted fucking incredible. So happy. Yeah, I, I want to get those wings and that sauce. Speaking, speaking uh, can I mention another shit book? Uh, yeah. yeah, I think I basically give my three things. I oh, wait, 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 wait. Before you do... Uh, okay. Connor, do you think they can bring... They can... Like we talked about redoing Lois Lane and uh, Jimmy Wilson. Do you think they can redo Ultimatum and make it good? And or have they done it before? <laughs> like uh, a similar comic. Do I think that they could do something like Ultimatum again, where Magneto loses his shit and goes there? Honestly, yeah. I mean, there are elements of a good story in it. I think if you could go back in time and get a new writer who was a little bit more uh, invested, don't kill as many characters. And Let me write at Marvel. Hire me to write some. Oh, yes. you get 90s Seth, mania. Seth, fucking Seth. Rob Liefeld will be drawing it. Fucking oh Seth. my god, me writing it with Rob drawing would be the fucking dopest thing on the planet. Sam, you've fucking... still got to finish writing your uh, Death of Squirrel Girl comic. I should write that, shouldn't I? You really it'd gotta, worth, you could, you Then it'd be finally that. Squirrel Girl book worth reading. You uh, is, is Squirrel Girl your first pick, Sam? Is your next pick? Is no, it? I. Oh. she's so bad that I don't even count her as a bad reader or a shit book. Wow. She's worse than that. She's wow. cumulative to that white shit that people get in the corner of their mouth sometimes when they're dehydrated. She's fucking... Well, I hate that shit. The, the opinions of Sam Cripps do... Uh, but not what is terrible is this. Oh, dear, yeah. Uh, everyone so suggested that I read Scumbag because they just thought it looked like the kind of thing I'd like and they thought that the humour in it and stuff is what I'd be into. Now, I admit the art in it is fantastic. I think, yeah, visually, it looks exactly like something I'd read. Uh, but its plot was just boring as fuck. What is the its character? Plot, what is what? its plot? Because I don't know what Scumbag is. Okay, so basically... So, a, a Brubaker comic, right? Yeah. Or is it? It's... Oh, no, it's not. It's, um, um... No, nah, it's Reminder. Reminder? Oh, yeah, Reprimander. Yeah, yeah. Reprimander, yeah. Um, Basically, it's about a massive druggo who acted accidentally ends up taking like a mega drug from like a spy group that gives him all this like skills and no- it's just shit. It's just he basically takes a super drug and is now the best person in the world, but he's not the best person. He's still that piece of shit. And scumbag. Okay, that makes sense. They've written it. And so he's legitimately like just the worst person ever. So it's impossible to enjoy the book. That's what I found weird. Like, you know how they try and make it so you read, you read a bad character or a villain or something and they try and yeah. sometimes make it so you feel for them a little bit, or at least you're, reading it, you're yeah. reading it going like, this is a bad character, but I'm enjoying seeing what's happening. Yes. This is just, it's just so unenjoyable. He's just such a piece of shit at all times, the character, that it's impossible to at any point even go, like, understand why he does anything. Like, it's just crap. It's just a, 
it's just unfortunate. That's really the plot is the biggest letdown in this. And once again, I'm not a big fan of spy stuff. I get really fucking sick of spy shit. Um, so I don't know. This is a epic letdown for me. And I'm surprised. It's funny. I talked to some of the people that suggested it to me, and they've all actually dropped it. They're not picking it up anymore. Yeah. They got sick of it. So there's some controversy with that book as well. Like you talk about the art. The art is really good. I think there's like this. Uh, I don't know some discourse between the writer and the artist about royalties. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think I mentioned it on one of the Gamma Cast. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The the bits like where is it? Um. He like just even some of the wording in this. I don't know. I wouldn't. There's a lot of stuff about white supremacy in here, and I don't know. Just doesn't. None of it seems to matter when it should be big, heavy moments, and it just doesn't seem to land as important. It just lands as another bunch of fucking assholes. Like it just, yeah, doesn't doesn't give you any of that moment of going, oh, this makes sense, or he's not a bad guy, or this is why this needs to happen. It just kind of is full of nonsense so See, like that's garbage. that's what would it be like if someone made a comic of my life it's like this guy just keeps doing dumb choices i can't really feel for this asshole who's like <laughs> doing all these things so what your like, your volume one would be called cocaine finger as well yeah how about uh, connor what were we gonna say I, I was gonna say there's a lot of like shows um that i have trouble getting into because the, the main character is completely unlikable. i Bojack. don't know why people feel like uh, for me, okay, like, okay, here's the thing. Like, for me, I had, and I'm not going to say that this is the case because I haven't really given it a full chance. I had trouble getting into Archer because I just yeah, didn't, right. I didn't like the main character as much. And you know, it could have been that I, because I didn't, I didn't watch the first episode, first few episodes. Maybe, maybe there's a better jump in it. I don't know. I had trouble getting into that. I don't know why so many writers, so many people feel the need to make their main characters unlikable. Well, like, sometimes it's smart where it's for growth. So they start yeah, that growth, way, yes, and then they, you know, they become a better person or a bit, of, a bit more enlightened by the end. But where this, to, yeah, did not but, that did not happen. The guy's just yeah. a stain the whole way through. He's literally like jabbing himself, taking pills, and doing drugs the whole way through it. And it just, I know, it kind of glorifies a lot of drug taking and stuff. It's just, I mean, yeah, you can have a flawed a character point. and then still be likable. Like you, you don't, you know, you know what I mean. Like you yeah. don't have to have a character who's unlikable, but also you can have dickheads be likable characters. Breaking Bad, BoJack Horseman. Um, Fuck BoJack Horseman's a dark series. I should, st- I should stop watching it. I, yeah, I dropped it. I dropped it because it was too much like my life, and he kept making decisions that remind me of what I did in my life. So I had to stop. Like, okay, I'm gonna ask. Um, is that the, there's some there's some real dark stuff in, that later on in it that that's the reason I stopped watching it. W- what point did you stop watching? Uh, I think I stopped watching at season three or whatever. It's like after the fucking. No, I, I like. I think it's a, a bit after the fucking like he gets caught trying to bang that deer that's like sixteen or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's about when I stopped watching too. Yeah. I was like, this is a bit much now. Look, I'm not saying that I would bang a, bang a sixteen year old deer. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying I'm as self destructive. In yeah, my life, okay. with my relationships and friendships. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. with Breaking Bad, it was just depressing. <laughs> yeah, I stopped watching that too because I was watching it at a point where my mother actually had cancer and I was watching it because I thought, oh, this show's all about cancer and then it took the twist into all the drugs and stuff and I just didn't care. I was like, yeah, I'm not interested in that. I was watching this because it was relating to something going on in my life and then it took that right. turn. I was like, this does not relate to me whatsoever. <laughs> 
So um, unless your mom's a crime lord, no. I mean, you never know. She the does average, live in a caravan. The average age. <laughs> That's like Breaking Bad. Oh my god. Uh, uh, on average, deer live to from six to eight years. So you're safe, Ashraf. You don't have to worry about any sixteen-year-old deer. Oh my god. <laughs> you Google a sixteen-year-old deer. No, That's I googled how long the deer live for. I have uh, no. I, I just googled how long. Now, deer real quickly, because we've got like ten minutes left. I want to do uh, hmm. so, uh, some. I'm just going to quickly ask like a question. Oh, I, I I've go. got one more rant to go, so you better make okay. this quick. Oh, <laughs> I've got no, a no, whole you... rant. No, you go. Go. You go. No, no, you go quick because that'll feel out. Yeah, I vote. I vote for Connor. Yeah, go. Are you sure? Hey, Ashraf, you said a comic before that you thought was bad. That Sam said was great. You know what that comic was? Heroes in Crisis. Why? No, no, a Marvel one. Oh, a Marvel one. Oh, Civil War one. Civil War one. Now, I am of the opinion that Civil War one is. Okay, you know what is trash? <laughs> you know what's absolute trash? Civil War Two. Civil War Two. Yeah, then this is goodbye. Only tied up that like it's weird. That whole plot seemed like just so we could get to Immortal Hulk. Oh my god! No, like okay, <laughs> guys. Yeah, maybe. What did know. Civil War Two accomplish? Hulk dies. Hulk dies. Make and Captain then he comes back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What else does Civil War Two accomplish? Make Captain Marvel extremely unlikable. Oh my god. Okay, cool. Great. Miss Marvel doesn't like Captain Marvel anymore. Her hero, the reason she's a superhero, Captain Marvel, she doesn't like her anymore. And fucking right. So we don't talk about this enough. 2016, Captain America Civil War came out in theaters. And Marvel decided, well, the first Civil War comic was great. Let's do another one. Uh, Bendis, do you want to write this? He went, sure. Now, Bendis has a guide in front of him on how to not make the same mistakes that the first Civil War make. And he fucking makes the same mistakes. One of the biggest issues with the first Civil War, Iron Man, Tony Stark, basically becomes a fascist dictator. He's a prick. Yeah, yeah. He forces people he teams who up with villains. friends. Yeah, he teams up with villains and forces people who used to be his friends into a prison cell in the negative zone in a VR chamber to live there for the rest of their lives. What? He, Hank Pym, and Reed Richards make a clone of Thor that kills uh, Black Goliath. Like, these guys are going beyond what's okay. And that is the biggest mistake of the first Civil War as far as trying to make it a, a more compelling story. Why, God, just don't do that and you might have a chance at Civil War II being better. Civil War II starts like this. <laughs> There's an inhuman named Ulysses who has the ability to see the future. He's a precognitive. He can tell what's going to happen next. He helps tell the uh, tell the superhero community that a celestial is going to come attack the Earth, and they stop it because of that. And they're all like, "Hey, it's pretty useful that he's around. We should probably figure out how his powers work, though, right? Because we don't know if they're 100 accurate. So far, he's been getting he's been getting home runs, but we never know, right? We don't know." Uh, Tony Stark is of the idea that, hey, it seems that this guy's uh, abilities are based on data. That's essentially profiling. This gets profiling people. That's kind of a problem. We don't know if that's going to be okay or not. We can't say that this is evidence that people are going to do bad things or not. And Captain Marvel's like, it should be fine. He's been 100% accurate the entire time, right? All of these superheroes, including members of S.H.I.E.L.D., members of S.W.O.R.D., members of the X-Men, all agree that this power is awesome. It doesn't matter that we haven't tested it yet. It doesn't matter if we don't know it's not 100% accurate. It doesn't matter that it could have been wrong, because if we stop the future from happening, we don't know if that future is actually going to happen. We don't know if this kid was 100% correct in this happening, because we stopped it from happening. We don't know. So they have and no he might have his own agenda. 
He might have his own agenda. We don't know if he's yeah. affecting these things emotionally, right? But that's all that that's all hearsay, and maybe there he sees a future where a woman in a business suit is at a certain place at a certain time with a suitcase that's gonna bomb in it, and she's a member of Hydra. Shield and Captain Marvel show up, they arrest her, they take her in, there's no bomb, she's not a member of Hydra. That right there, Civil War II over, because Tony Stark is right. This guy is not 100% accurate all the time, and we can't rely on this being always correct. We have to be more cautious moving forward because it's a problem. We've now got a woman in a, uh, arrested a woman who was completely innocent. And what does Carol Danvers do? <laughs> no, it's fine. She's probably just secretly a member of Hydra anyway. <laughs> yeah, That's her response. They, if they let her out, she'll bomb shit anyway, yeah. So everyone in the superhero community who disagrees with her rightfully shows up going, hey, Carol, you've arrested an innocent woman. Probably let her out now. Carol's like, nah, I've got the Guardians of the Galaxy on my side. I'll take a rain check on that one. So the Guardians are shoved into this story for whatever reason. Their ship gets blown up and they're stranded on Earth. Turns out Carol Danvers has Thanos in prison and never told Gamora about it. Apparently they're not friends anymore now because of it. Uh, Rhodey died and it turned out that that oh, was yeah. for nothing because he got brought back later and he died just to make Carol Danvers more angsty. It had no real impact, no character stuff at all. Uh, Tony Stark finds out that Grody uh, uh, dies and then tortures a teenager, straight up kidnaps him and tortures him. Ulysses, by the way, this whole time, he gets superpowers, gets forced to work for a bunch of psycho monks for the Inhumans, then goes and tries to be a hero, does be a hero, gets forced to train every single day for hours on end watching TV. Like literally, he's sitting in front of a screen like hundreds of screens in front of him all day, just trying to see the future so we could save the world again. Basically being forced into labor, not being paid for any of this. It's tortured it's, by Tony Stark. It's definitely a brutal and weird way to go. I, I must admit when I was reading it, I was enjoying, I was enjoying a lot of it, but I was enjoying it because I feel that I never, I always thought Carol Danvers was a dick. So she that's was never this though. So, so that this, that's what I, but this is what I saw her as. So it didn't affect me too much seeing that character as a wanker. Um, but what, what I didn't like is that it just felt by the end of it, there was just no real reason for anything. Everyone kind of just went, oh, well, we all just disagree and left it at that. Well, that's the thing. The thing that, Literally, the, the battle happens. They have this big battle, and then Miles, then Ulysses' powers activate, and Miles Morales is shown killing Captain America. And everyone who knows Miles Morales as a person and knows Captain America as a person, everyone's sitting, no one goes, all right, we really have to consider what these powers are. What the fuck are we seeing here? What's going on? Hmm. What's actually happening? That doesn't happen. They all just run away, freak out. Miles naturally is like, am I going to get arrested? He goes and shows up at Washington, D.C. So does Captain America, like, hey, Cap, I'm not going to kill you. Just, I'm here to prove that. I'm not going to kill you. Right? The story basically ends when that happens because there's no climax. There's no major event. There's no huge battle. There's no the thematic storytelling, nothing. Carol Danvers punches Tony Stark into a coma and then has no repercussions because of it. Nothing. The only thing that really comes out of this is that the Immortal Hulk is a thing, but that happens because of fucking, uh, fucking secret, uh, secret Empire anyway. And 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 uh, uh, Kelly Thompson, Kelly Sue DeConnick's Captain Marvel run, where like Earth hates Captain Marvel now, yeah. because she she comatose one of their greatest heroes. Yeah, 
on top uh, of all the other shit. <laughs> all, all the shit that she did. And yeah. then, like, the champions forming is, like, the only thing that comes out of Civil War uh, II, really, right? Look at yeah. Civil War One. You could list, like, there are so many things. The death of Captain America, the Thunderbolts getting more powerful, the rise of Norman Osborn into secret invasion and then into Dark Raid even further. As shit as it is, we wouldn't have one more day if it wasn't because of Civil War. Speaking yeah. of one more day, we are nearly out of time. Any second now, it's going to tick over. So, well, we've actually got, you know, 10 yeah, we got minutes. a few more minutes. So, oh, yeah. okay. So, with the few more minutes, I would like to try and battle off some of these quick questions. Yes. And you go have to ahead. be quick. If you uh, can't answer yeah. it, then just say go skip. Ahead. I'm actually All really right. interested yeah. to see what we're going right, to Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Shittest DC movie, go. Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Uh, Suicide Squad. The first uh, I go Batman v Superman. All right. And now we'll move this up. Shittest Marvel movie, go. Uh, Thor, Dark World. Iron Man 2. Uh, Electra. Yeah, I said it. Oh, Come see, I went it. MCU. Electra's a good one to go for. Uh, and I should have also picked Catwoman for uh, DC. DC. Uh, oh, well, yeah. It was off the top of my head. Off the top of yeah. my head. Um, uh, okay. Catwoman is worst, great because of the basketball scene. <laughs> worst. Worst comic currently coming out that you can think of quickly. Ready? Go. Teen Titans Academy. Uh, Ash of because I haven't caught up yet. And I, I was going to say, I reckon that anything to do with any schoolgirl characters that are recent is shit. And <laughs> uh, Connor's answer is any Marvel comic. <laughs> and uh, one, one more to finish us off. Worst toy that you've seen in a shop or bought. Or anything, just a shit toy. Uh, we've we've talked about shit toys before. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's a great one. I mean, there's a lot of shit toys in the world, aren't there? I'm the inch figures. Okay, twelve inch figures. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fuck me. Uh, great. I, I, I've got a good one. Are you ready for this? Go just ahead. because it's so funny. Yeah. So I was trying to buy. This is back when I was buying Christmas presents, and I wanted to find a boat, and I wanted a boat that floated in the water. Right. Pretty yeah, simple yeah, for yeah. for the kids. So I, I, I just a yeah. boat that sat in water. Every single fucking shop had boats with wheels so you could push them along the fucking ground, not in the water. Or two, they had holes cut in them so that they would float, uh, sink. So why the fuck is not a boat? Not a single shop had a floating boat They for kids. They literally just had boats with wheels for the ground or some with holes in them so they'd sink. Actually, why would you, know you want what? that? What the you fuck? Know, you know what? I've got a similar issue. I can't find a single toy airplane that actually flies. Well, no, uh, I found some of those. I can, I can actually, actually there, there, there are some, but most of them don't, yeah. and that's a rip-off. If I throw a plane, it should fly. They have yeah. them at Toys, Toy World or whatever it is in Yeah, Mar. they do. They do the remote control ones. I was trying but to they do. don't have floating uh, boats. The only they, boats but they you know what they do have, which I, I think is pretty fucking stupid? Babies that poop. Yeah, you can get babies. Okay, no, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to say that literally those kinds of baby toys where they're like super realistic, that like they pee and they poop and they and like those, those are the shittest. Why those literally? What I was going to say, legitimately though, you know those. I don't hate twelve-inch figures. I got hot toys. Um, you know those about ten to twelve-inch tall figures that are really, really, really like they're crappy plastic. They got like their arms moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like, like, like and fifteen dollars. Fifteen bucks for a figure, or t- fifteen to twenty dollars, and they're literally just like it, it's like a, a less movable gi joe just get this yeah, yeah. Just Con- get the Connor, sm- when i said 
Yeah, when I said 12 inch, that's what I meant. Those, yeah, those, yeah, those, they, they, those like yeah. Titan heroes and whatnot. Just yeah. get the small, like three, three quarter inch ones that have like a gun that shoots. They're usually more poseable, can usually stand up better and do something. And speaking <laughs> of more poseable. I don't understand how they're cheaper than the smaller ones. Bigger speaking, means more expensive. Speaking yeah. of more poseable, we have been Comic Fots. That is Connor, the most poseable member right there. That's why I'm doing an outro. He's not I've wrong. He's not. He's not wrong. I'm the only one who can touch our toes among all of us. We found and the, the least poseable Ashraf. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty stiff, but you know. Ooh. Hey. Wow. Oh, hey. oh my! More ways than one, ladies. Ashraf, don't turn, <laughs> don't turn the camera down, Ashraf. We might get uh, yeah. kicked off YouTube. Ooh. Ooh. And I've been Sam Cripps, the medium movable character. <laughs> yeah, those baby toys are also sexist. To impose that on a on a girl before she even has any concept of gender and making them take care of a of a, of a, like a child that's so similar to an actual child is like imposing these roles on society it's like we came up with these gender roles Connor, and before a child to, can even decide this at any point decide, <laughs> oh no <laughs> I, I wanted to keep going i like this i agree <laughs> I was, <laughs> I i'm should... just stalling for time oh okay uh, yeah when, when oh, the done. kids are, are yeah, we're barely sure. even for the kids we're done can barely yeah, we're done for the figure kids. out yeah, absolutely what they want yeah they're they're yeah, fucking shoved in the face with <laughs> yep. shitting and pissing babies. Yeah, like, exactly. Here, Anna, here, play with this baby that pisses. Why Anna? Shits. Why'd you go with Anna? <laughs> I don't know. Tell her that. And when you grow up, all you'll be used for is breeding because that's all <laughs> women are used for under this weird capitalist system. Take that like, out of take that out of context. Uh, yeah, yeah, this, this is the clip that I'll use and put on Instagram. Uh, this will this will get Ashraf cancelled. All right, bye everybody. <laughs> Bye, Bye. Yeah, Ashraf. Cancel Ashraf. Hashtag. <laughs>